Good morning. Praise God for this so wonderful uh, day that we have. And I praise God that uh, he has given me again uh, a wonderful opportunity to, to share God's word, his word, to his people. And uh, it is sad to, to know that uh, last, uh, I mean, Saturday, yesterday in, in Nepal, uh, they had an earthquake and almost as uh, strong as magnitude 8. And uh, we, we pray for them. We have a lot of uh, Christian brothers in Nepal who are also devastated on that earthquake. Can, can, can we just uh, spend a few minutes and pray for our brothers and sisters in Nepal and that the Lord Jesus Christ will be preached among those people who still not believing the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Can, can we just pray? Father, our, our hearts are broken right now, Father God. We, we don't know what, what to say or what to do, Father God, to, to hear thousands of, of people died. We, we cannot even say, Father God, that, you know, we wish that we were there or what, what not, Father God, but we are heartbroken, Father God, to, to see the pictures, the videos, O oh Lord, of these people who are crying for help. And those people who are still trapped, oh God, in, in a building who are, was already destroyed and, uh, and all the rescuers are having a hard time digging, oh God, on those rubbles of, of, of buildings, oh God. And uh, we cannot even sleep, oh God, thinking of our brothers and sisters, Father. Our hearts are crying, O oh Lord, but we can only imagine you, Father God. We can only imagine you crying, Father God, for those lost souls who haven't heard about your gospel, about your son, Jesus Christ. Oh, Father, uh, we pray for, for our brothers and sisters to, to really be strong, oh God, in their faith. This is the, the opportunity for them. This is the wonderful, wonderful opportunity, oh God. This is the perfect opportunity for them to, to share the gospel, to share the love, to be a servant, oh God. And to be a representative of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Father, use your people. Use your, your church here in America. And here in, in GGCF, Father God, to reach out for our brothers and sisters. Father God, we are so blessed. And we want 
to be a blessing, O oh Lord, for these people, for our brothers and sisters, O oh God, in Nepal. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for this wonderful day that we are here, O oh Lord. We are going to listen to your word. Your servant is nervous, Father God, every time I preach. But Father God, I know you are my God, and I rely on your power. Father God, remind me, not my power, but your power, Father God. Give me the words that I need to say, Father God, and override my preparation, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise God for that. Um, praise God, Kuya, Kuya Elmer, for that wonderful testimony that you have shared a while ago. Let me just share First uh, Peter chapter 3, verse uh, 1 and 2. I'm sure this is so true to uh, Ate Dan's life, but this is not our text today. Uh, let me just share it to you. Likewise, in First Peter chapter 3, verse 1 to 2, it says here, Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. Praise God for that, and I believe this is true to Atedang, and, um, and because of that, Koya Elmer found the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, praise God for that. Today, uh, we will talk about being a servant, and uh, the title of my message for today is Giving Up Our Rights. We know that, uh, you know, we have all rights to have our rights, right? <laughs> but when it comes to this, uh, uh, when it comes to our world, we prioritize our rights. We, we want that our right be, you know, be always at the top of our life. But, and if something is uh, stepping over and just, you know, you're, you are trying to, to, to stop or, or violate my right, we have this, this feeling that I need to fight back. And because of this, we, we, even Christians, I personally, sometimes if my right is being violated, I have this tendency to talk back. You know, this is my right, and you should respect it. According to the Constitution of, of the United States, of course, I don't know everything of it, but <laughs> I'll just, you know, I'll just try to, you know, this is my right. But most of the time, I heard people that their right is like when I was born, this is already mine. But according to the, or every country, and especially in the United States, that your right and my right is not ours to, to keep, but it is a privilege that was given to us. Now we cannot even brag that hey, this is my right, and you need to follow it. And if that happens, our country will just 
fall apart. Uh, Friday, Edson and I, we had a wonderful opportunity to talk to the regional director of the crew. And his name was Clyde. I thought that uh, crew was his family name, but it was the name of the group of Campus Crusade for Christ, and they called themselves crew. And uh, they, he gave me the glimpse of our future ministry in NC State, and Edson and I were just so happy and we were so excited that we want to start it immediately. And then he shared, uh, Mr. Clyde shared to us that Sorry, uh, let me just do this again. I forgot to start my, my time. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. All right. And he shared to us the opportunities that we can do. And then um, also there are problems in dealing with different cultures like the Americans, the African Americans, the Latinos, and the Asian Americans. And uh, they, they, he shared to, me, to us that, you know, we are having this problem on gathering these people in our meetings. And he said that, for example, we have like 50 uh, African-Americans who attended our meetings. And then after, after that meeting, they never attended. And we asked why they, did, they stopped attending. And they said, we can't, we can't connect. So they learned that one of the, the problems is the culture. Of course, let's be honest, we love to serve our own people, right? If you are a white American, you, you love to serve your, your kind. And if you are African American, you love to serve your, your people because you connect, you, you understand each other. You know, you, you understand the lingo. You, you cannot say that hey, hey, it's, it's okay for me to, to mingle with, the, with these Filipinos because I can understand. And even though you're, you're African-American and you will tell to, to these Filipinos, hey, I understand your culture. But deep inside yourself, you, you can't. Because there's this division, the culture of, of, of every people. And it, it is unique for every uh, nation, because that, that is the way God created us. And this is the problem when we Christians are trying to connect with other cultures. Most of the time, our culture, our, our right as 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 people of a different country comes first. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19 to 23, Paul reminded us, there's a lot of, of problem in, 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 in church of Corinth because this, uh, they having, uh, they, they're having a, a, a marriage problem, they're having a lawsuit against their, their uh, co-believers. They're having uh, uh, a divorce problem. And they're having a food problem. 
They even fight for food. And they, they're having, actually they're having a division in the church in the first chapters of, of Corinthians. And here Paul was trying to, to teach the, 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 the believers in Corinth in verse 19. Let me just uh, read it to you. It says here in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19 to 23, For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew, in order to win Jews. To those under the law, I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. And in verse 23, I do it all for the sake of, of the gospel, that I may share with them. In its blessing. What if a Christian asked you, or, or God Himself, the Lord Jesus Christ Himself, asked you to give up your rights for Him? Will you give up your right or your rights? It is hard to give up our rights. But here, Paul was trying to tell us in verse 19, he says, that giving up your right means having a servant's heart. Giving up your right means having a servant's heart. In verse 19, it says, For though I am free from all, I have, my, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. Being a servant or the word servant in our society is a taboo. We don't want to talk about it because the word servant implies you are in a lower class of society. The word servant implies you are a, or you don't have, or the people who don't have any education. Or, or the word servant we define it that these are the people who came from outside civilization or outside the city. And these are the people who are in the poverty line. We define servanthood or the word servant on this definition. And this is the reason why all of us, if not most of us don't want to be a servant because we don't want to be perceived by people that we are lower person. And this is the reason why churches today are not growing. And this is the reason why churches today, they don't want to serve because they don't want to be perceived by outside people or outsider that Hey, you are a lower class people. Here Paul says, For though I am free from all, 
I don't have anything. Or I, I am free from all. I don't have nothing that, I, that is as hindering, hindering me. Or I don't have a master but the Lord Jesus Christ. He says here, I have made myself a servant to all. Paul himself made himself a servant for everybody. For what reason? That he might win more of them. In our society that I is the most, um, the most popular practice, we don't want to be a second, right? Who wants to be a second? Nobody. I remember when I was still growing in my Christian life, I don't want to, to, to wait in line and wait for like five minutes or even though I'm the second person uh, for, for that uh, line, I don't want to wait. I just want to go, go out and go home. I want to be first. That's me. And when I, as, as, as I mature as a Christian, the Lord just, just made me and mold me in a way it is so painful that I learned how to, be, how to become a servant. He sent me to, when I, I remember when I was, was doing my, my uh, 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 internship in, in the seminary, he sent me in La Trinidad, Benguet, where the churches are so high in the mountain, and you have to walk like 30 minutes, and then you will go down again, and you have to go visitation for like an hour or 30 just to walk. And, and God taught me how to be humble that day, especially seeing these Christians who are so faithful visiting these people in their community. And this reminds me that yes, we are free. We don't have a master, but we don't have, we don't want to be a servant ourselves. When was the last time we feed, when was the last time we feed homeless people? When was the last time we, 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 we invited them to our gathering? When was the last time we went out in this church and just, you know, invite the homeless people? Hey, come here. You are, you are invited in our church and we want to, to, to celebrate uh, uh, Christ's love with you. When was the last time we did that? Or a church did that. I know our church loves to serve. We love to serve. But we serve ourselves. I mean, we serve only those people who are here in the church. When was the last time we, we visited a a group of, of, of women who are, who are under the slavery of prostitution. If we claim ourselves as a, 
as a, as a follower of Christ, Christ said that we need to reach out for them. We need to love them. We need these people who are homeless, these children who are fatherless. We need to, to reach out for them. These old people who are abandoned by their parents, by their, their children, we need to minister to them. That is why in verse 19 says, giving up your right means that you, you having a servant's heart. Remember the Lord Jesus Christ before he was betrayed, what he did to his disciples? He washed their feet, right? I have never washed anybody, an, anybody's feet. To tell you the truth, it, it will make me, you know, I, I, I mean, I feel like, oh, oh I can't do this, you, you know. I can wash my own feet, but other people's feet, I, I can't. But the Lord is trying to teach us we need to be a servant. In Luke chapter 22, verse 26, But not so with you, rather let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. We want to be a leader. We need to serve. We need to become a servant. And in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, it says, Based on the gift each one has received, use it to serve others as good managers of varied grace of God. Giving up your rights means having a servant's heart. Number two, giving up your rights means being sensitive to others. To the Jews, I became as Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law, I became as one under the law. Though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. Paul's words on these on this, uh, verses, um, most of the time, given a wrong interpretation by some who claims they are Christians or they follow Christ. They think that because they are Christian, in order for me to win this addict, I need to become an addict myself so that I can relate to them. In order for me to win this prostitute, I need to hire her and then so that I can share the gospel. In order for me to win this uh, young, young guy, who loves to smoke marijuana, I need to smoke marijuana so that I can connect with him. You know, Paul said to the Jew, I, I became a Jew. So to the addicts, I need to become addicts so that I can connect with him. No, they interpreted Paul's word in a wrong way. He is trying to teach us, or he is teaching us that in order for us to win them, we need to go 
where we, they can connect with us. For example, uh, you have a friend who loves to eat, uh, or you have a friend who, who loves to eat, and he is a vegan person, or uh, he loves to eat vegetables, just vegetables, right? And then this friend of yours is not a believer, <laughs> but you want to win that person for Christ. Are you going to eat meat in front of that person? Of course, you love to eat meat, but you will not going to eat meat, right? Because this person is a vegan. He just wants to eat vegetables. And you, as a meat lover, you will eat, or you, you don't like really vegetables. Okay, I can eat vegetables in order for me to show my love for you because this is how the Lord Jesus Christ wants me to show his love for you. By respecting what he believes, you don't have to, to necessarily do what he does. I mean, you don't have to drink or you don't have to, to smoke marijuana for, for, for you to win him. But you, all you have to do is just, you know, what you are doing is not right, but I'm not going to do it. But this is what I want you to know. God loves you. Those who are slaves in prostitution, you don't have to be a prostitute to, to, to win them. But you, all you have to do is tell them that the Lord Jesus Christ loves you so much. Remember Mary? Not Mary, the mother of the Lord Jesus Christ, but Mary, the prostitute. He, 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 she was branded as a prostitute. And you know what she did? The Lord Jesus Christ loves her. You know what she did? She even, she even poured an expensive perfume to his feet. That's how the Lord Jesus Christ loves her. And he loves you. We need to be, we need to be sensitive in this, or in, in this kind of people that we, we deal with. Remember Matthew, who is a tax collector? People hate him. I know people hate you because you are an addict, you're a pusher. Or you are a pimp, you are, uh, you are a murderer, you are an ex-convict. You think that people hate you? Yes. People hate you. But the Lord Jesus Christ loves you. And because of that, brother, I love you. We need to be sensitive with them. In Acts chapter 16, verse 3, Paul, it says here, Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was Greek. In order for him to win these Jews who think that the law can save them, he made Timothy, or Timothy, subject himself. Okay, I'm going to do it because I want you to see that it's not only by the law that you, or it's not in the law that you will be saved, but it is through Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ.
we don't compromise the truth in the gospel. What we do is we share love of our Lord Jesus Christ. I know that you heard a lot about, about being a Baptist. You know, when I asked, when somebody asked me, uh, what is your religion? Uh, I don't actually have a religion, but I am. I have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And then this person will tell me, are you a Baptist? Yes, uh, our church is affiliated with Southern Baptist. Oh, yeah, that's why you are a Baptist. What do you mean that I am a Baptist? You know, most of the Baptists are insensitive. They are judgmental. You know, she, that person will just tell me that. I'm, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> Probably, yes, but some people, yes. You know, some people will be, will be judgmental, but, you know, not all. Number three is giving up your right means being not judgmental to others. In verse 21 to 22, it says here, to those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. Let's just pause on this verse. Paul was trying to, was, was teaching us, or was was telling the Corinthians, in order for you to win those are outside or, or not Christians yet, who are still seeking the truth. He says here, to, the out, to those outside the law, I became as one outside the law. You have to, to mingle with them. You have to talk to them. You have to, to reach out to them. Sometimes I have this, this uh, experience that I wanted to talk with this guy who is uh, unfortunately a homeless guy. And when I have this courage to talk to him, at the back of my mind, what if, what if, what if, what if he attacks me? What if he he will just, you know, uh, uh, just kick me or punch me. I don't know. What, what if? And then this, this, this what if in, at the back of my mind will, will hinder me of not talking to them. But here, Paul says to, to, those, uh, to those outside the law, I became... Or I became as one outside the law. It's not because I need to break laws of, of our government. No, it means that hey, I, sit, I, I sit with them, I talk to them, I just listen to them, I just care for them. You don't have to be a homeless guy in order for you to reach out for a homeless guy. No, you don't have to do that. All you have to do is, all we have to do is just sit with them. Remember the Lord Jesus Christ parable that 
what what benefit will we get if we do good to our friend of course they will repay us back they will go, do good things about us if we invite them to our party they will of course invite us to their party also it's it's it's, it's just uh, uh, the right thing to do right you know if if somebody invited you and if you are going to have a party you have to invite that person who invited you what benefit are we going to get if we do that all the time of course we'll have a good fun i mean a fun with games talking to, to each other fellowshipping with each other and and the food of course the food is great filipino f- uh People, they are good in, in cooking Filipino food. And, of course, uh, African-American people, they, they are good with, with their food. But after that, have we, have we shared the love of Christ to, the, to those people who, who need it? Remember the Lord Jesus Christ's parable when, when, he, when this king prepared uh, a banquet for for all the people uh, I mean for, for for his friend but these friends of of him he they didn't show up because they have this reason they they need to to go to their farms and they need to 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 get this uh animal of theirs and they have every reasons that they 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 tell uh, they, they 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 what do you call that I forgot the word excuses for this king and the and this king what he did was go out to the streets and invite more people who are homeless those who are who are street dwellers come invite them and i will show to these friends of mine that that the party even though without them it will be a fun party and i asked myself when 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 did I did I do that? When when, of course I, I don't have a you know we, we don't party a lot in our in our in our house. Actually, our house is an empty house. Uh, I I, I asked myself when did I throw a party for for a street for 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 just for street dwellers. And I was, I was challenged by this pastor. His name is Pastor Francis Chan. They, they threw up a party for homeless people. And they invited 50 uh, homeless people. And then they bought gifts, gifts that, that are not just, you know, that are not just cheap. You know the gift that you will buy in a in a dollar tree. You know that's not that's not the gift that they bought, but the gifts that really expensive. And and uh, one of the one of the the one of the guys that they invited, he's uh, he's a uh, he reasoned that I I can't go to that party because I don't have a dress. And what what Francis Chan's wife did was, they went to to this store and they bought him. Address. And this homeless guy said, Really? Is this mine? Yes, this is how much the Lord Jesus Christ loves you so much. And we just want to share it with you. And I was just really, really challenged by that. 
And there's a lot of homeless people in our community. And we don't do anything about it. In verse 23 says, and verse 22 says, To the weak I became weak that I, make, I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people that by all means I might save some. These are the weak people or new believers who are still seeking. He said, I didn't judge them because they are still weak in their Christian life. I didn't judge them because they are doing this or that. But what I did was show love of Christ in order for me to win them for Christ. New believers will not show up in any churches if one strong or a person thinks he is a mature believer will judge this new believer. Put yourself in these shoes of a new believer. You came to, uh, you, you, you attended this church, this GGCF church, and then suddenly some, one person will tell you, you're not supposed to do that. Why are you wearing that kind of shirts? Or shorts? You, 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 you proclaim that you are a Christian, but you have a lot, lot of inks in your body. You're not supposed to do that. Do you think you're going to, you, you, the next Sunday you will go back and attend that church? This is a perfect example for me. We have a homeless guy who attended this church. We have a good food. And then we sit in our favorite spot. We talk to our people. And then this homeless guy, nobody was, was talking to him. Do you think that that guy will go, will go back and worship God again? No. Giving up your right means being not judgmental to others. Lastly, giving up your rights means putting the gospel of Christ a priority. In verse 23, I do it all for the sake of the gospel that I, my sh that I may share with them in its blessing. Doing, I do it all for the sake of the gospel. Have we ever shared or did something for Christ because we want, we, because we know that this sharing the gospel is the priority in our Christian life? I had an opportunity to talk to one of my patient 
He asked me, when did the language started? Why did we have your uh, Ilocano dialect, your Tagalog, and why we have only English, why we have Japanese? When did it started? And I told him, it started in the Old Testament in Genesis when God scattered his people. It's, it's, it's a joy to share the love of God to those who seek him. It is a joy to, to, to really share his love. And we have been praying that, you know, our church will grow and God put us here, here in front of NC State, and we have a wonderful opportunity in front of us, 42,000 students, and all seeking the love of Christ. How many of them will not make it next year? Because they think that their lives are just nothing. How many of them will just quit because they think that nobody cares for them? How many of them will just enjoy themselves with, with drugs because this is what they think is right? And how many of them will be early, you know, young parents because we didn't do anything for them. Giving up our right means putting the gospel of Christ as a priority. And it says here that I may share with them in its blessing. The reason why we disciples, the reason why we share the gospel is this. It is part of worship. It is part of worship. If you, if we don't disciple, if we don't share, we are not worshiping Christ at all. So my challenge with you, brothers and sisters, you've been a Christian for five, ten years now, don't you want to have a spiritual daughter and, and sons? I love what happened to, to, to people who, are, who shared the Lord to this, to this guy or to this woman, and then they accepted it. Then they will call them my son, my daughter. I love that. It is a wonderful sight for, for Christians. Share Christ and make it as your worship for him. Let us pray. Father God, indeed, you are our true God. Indeed, Father, you called us to your purpose, Father, to share the gospel. To prioritize you, Father God, in our lives. Father, we ask for forgiveness, Father God. 
that most of the time we love to, sh to, to serve one another. And you said in, in your word, Father God, serve one another. And that made us forget to serve others, Father. Because of this, Father, we neglect sharing your love to the homeless people, to the battered wives, to the battered children, to the lost souls, to those women and, and, and men who are under the slavery of, of prostitution, Father God. The reason why people are not really believing Christ is because of us, Father God. Because we tend to be judgmental. We judge them, Father God, instead of loving them. And we don't want to, to be associated with them because we are righteous. We are clean. We are, we don't, we, we are not like them. We are not prostitutes. We are not addicts. We are not, we are not, you know, we, are, we, don't, we didn't came from, from a, a, a broken family. We don't kill. We don't steal. Lord, we don't want to be associated with them. That's our thinking, Father God. It is wrong, oh God. It is wrong for us to think that way, Father God. When you yourself, Father, our Lord Jesus Christ came here on earth, oh God. Serve with these people, Father God. You love them so much, oh God. And you cared for them, oh God. And one of the testament of this, oh God, is we ourselves, Father. We are prostitutes of sins. We are addicts of sins, oh God. We are addicted to commit sins, oh Lord. We are homeless, oh God, in our future, Father God. But you cared for us. You loved us so much, oh God. And you reached out for us, oh God. We came from a broken family, Father. But you gathered us, oh God, and you gathered us in one family, oh Lord. And you want us to spread this love, Father. Not just among us, oh God. Not just among us. And Father, if there's any person here who still has his doubt or, or still doubting about your love, about your grace, Father God, talk to that person, Father. It's not about religion. It's not about good works. It's not about money. It's not about accomplishments oh god it's about having relationship with you father having relationship with our lord jesus christ they can sleep with their money they can sleep with their big houses they can sleep with their success oh lord but after that when they die and without you in their hearts without them having a relationship with you they will go to hell oh lord that's in your bible oh god and Father God, use us to reach out for them. And use our lives, Father God, as a model. A model, Father God, of your love. Thank you, Father God. 
thank you, Lord, because of your love, you reach out for us, God. Father, may we learn. Teach us, oh Lord, to give up our rights for you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.